Welcome, Dr. James Beck at Sports Card Insights. I am looking forward to this conversation about where to sell with Joe, and he's going to tell about his hobby background and what he's embarking on. There are many different ways to buy and even more ways to sell, it seems. It might be confusing. There's some good choices. There may be some bad choices, but uh, mostly good choices, and some are more appropriate than others. So we'll bat that around, but first, thanks sponsors, some of whom are in that space, including Beckett Media, Beckett Grading, Beckett Authentication, ComC.com especially, and then people uh, sell cards to card shops like Burbank Sports Cards or Mike Stadium Sports Cards. If you got a big collection or something really good, Heritage Auctions, Huggins and Scott Auctions, and then, of course, the people that make the cards, Tops, Panini, and Upper Deck. So thank you, sponsors. Thanks, Joe. Welcome to the show. Give us a little bit of your hobby background and then tell us where you are in this desire to sell a few cards, which you are not alone. I want to sell a few cards too. So welcome, Joe. Thank you. Thank you. for Thanks for having me on. I grew up in Minnesota. My name is Joe Palke. I My dad was a basketball coach growing up. And so I grew up around sports and I love sports. We started going to Twins games. I'm a big Twins fan, still am. When I was five years old and I grew up watching Kirby Puckett and watching all those guys play. And I started collecting cards when I was four. And I would actually read the back of the cards. I loved reading them, loved looking at all the pictures. The cards I saved were the cards I liked. And it, that was what I had. We kept the Kirby Puckets in the safe and Michael Jordan's, they were in the bottom of a shoebox somewhere, but it was what we liked. And so that was how I became in. I collected all the way through high school and then got to college and stopped collecting for a while and came back to the hobby about three or four years ago and have gone at it since just collecting again and just started. I decided with uh, the whole COVID thing, we got to, I got to sell some cards and see what, how that goes. And so I got an account on ComC and started selling a little bit, talked to a couple of hobby shops, seeing what their prices were that they were willing to pay. And it just, it wasn't spectacular prices. And I was figuring I could maybe get some more somewhere else. And I just tried it. Joe, where were you buying from where, in, the, in this last few years? Where were you buying from? We, we had a local hobby shop right down the road from my school. I'm a teacher. And so it was right down the road. I could stop in, grab a couple packs and get out. And that's all. It was two packs a week, maybe two packs every other week. And I, I wasn't a box guy at the time and still I'm not a box guy. It just, it cost too much money, but I'd buy a couple packs at the hobby shop. And if I had something good, I might sell it to them, but that was it. So what I was asking about is, so you didn't have a buying experience from ComC or did you have a buying experience from eBay? Nope. I have never bought from eBay and ComC only after I've, I, now that I've sold, I've started buying cards from them that, again, cards that I like. So I, I'm buying cards that I want to keep for my personal collection and selling the cards that I don't have a whole lot of interest in. So you never bought any cards from Beckett Marketplace? I never have, no. I know that the hobby shop that I, that I go to, they do have a Beckett Marketplace website, but I've never used it. I think it kind of caters to pretty large if you got a lot of cards, it's it, it can work out well for you. But if so, but ComC ought to work for regardless of uh, smaller or larger. And so, are you having a, are are you pleased with your experience with ComC? So far, I am. And you know, right now, most of my cards are pretty low key, three dollars here, maybe up to ten, fifteen dollars. But I also know I have some cards that are worth a little bit more, a couple hundred bucks, and I know that they charge a little bit more for those. And then. I have some cards that you know are probably a couple thousand dollars that I don't know if that's a great deal there or if you want to get more marketability on eBay or even one of the auctions or even ComC has the eBay thing. And I just don't know about that. What do you want to do? Some people, when they, they order their cards from top to bottom and they start at the bottom in selling and others start at the top and say, I'm going to, I'm going to get a lot, I'm going to get a, a couple thousand bucks for this one card and that'll get me launched. Are, are you more of save your best cards for last or, or let them ride? 
I'm probably more along the lines of we're going to sell the best cards right away and get the money and then be able to buy them. I'm going to buy more cards. And that's the fun, ripping the wax and getting all that stuff. So one of the things you talked about is ComC has made a, a concerted effort to try to increase the perception that they're only for cheaper mediums, medium price cards. They're yeah. options and, and, they're, and they're obviously worth consideration, but there's a lot of competition to, as you get higher priced, including the auction houses, including some of the eBay consigners. Okay. And that's one of the, because right now I actually have a couple of cards out getting graded. And one of them is the 86 Jordan, 86, 87 Fleer Jordan sticker. It's not that I have the other one. I have the number 57, but I also have the sticker and the stickers is prime. It's, I'm hoping to get nine or 10 out of it. And okay. if, it, if it's a 10, then that's a lot of money. What, just, what you, I, that would be a lot of money. So what, yeah. what do you plan to do with it? Again, comp C is an option. Even some of the auction houses would be interested in that. And the eBay consigners... Or what a lot of people perceive is I'll just put it up myself. On the other hand, if you don't have a lot of eBay positive feedback, you're going to be suspect. I have no, I would have to do it through somebody else. I would have to go through ComC or... He's an option. ComC, I think somebody did an analysis on it. The ComC, actually, there's a sweet spot that ComC's commission structure is better than PWCC or Probstein if it goes for a certain amount of money because of the way they've structured it. But it's that's saying it's and that's lower than Heritage or Huggins and Scott, my other auction. But the key in selling something is not paying the lowest fees; it's netting the largest amount. <laughs> yes, you don't have to be. You know that's pretty easy to figure out. And so, what you're going to net, even if you paid higher commissions, if they have some what some of these auction houses and, and platforms have such uh, pull and draw that they can get more money. So even if you pay them more, you're going to get more. That would make sense. And if you have to pay a little bit more to make a little bit more. That's you don't know that in advance. <laughs> uh, you're trusting. But uh, who do you talk to? Who are your hobby wisdom figures? I appreciated that you wrote in asking a question of me, but there are other people out there that are sharp in uh, Minnesota or wherever. Where do you go to get hobby insights for what you ought to do? I Mostly it's the internet and then our local card shop. The guy down there, I, I go to th- three-star three sports cards in Minnesota and they're awesome. He works great with me. He talks with me. It's like old fashioned card shop where he's willing to just talk about cards and talk about sports and he can go in for 10, 15 minutes and just have a conversation with him. And it's great. Does he also aggregate for PSA or BGS or do you submit through your local card shop for grading? I do. I, he submits for uh, PSA. Okay. So I've never submitted a card myself for PSA. I've always gone through the card I, shop. I think a lot of people do that. And it basically, I don't know if he's providing a service to say, hey, you don't really want to send this one in, but this one you really want to send in. So that's the, the screening service uh, so that you're not spending money on something you're not going to get money out of. But and by the same token, sometimes dealers or local card shops also have eBay action to where he could put it up for sale through his account where he'd have better feedback, possibly. Oh, that's a good idea. I never thought about that. I'd have to ask him. Yeah. Again, if that's one of the secrets of the, these these specialized consigners, like I said, like PWCC and Probstein, they just do so many cards and they get a really good deal from eBay. So they're able to pass it along, but there's they have so much volume. I don't know that you get lost in the shuffle. You get better attention you know, from a dealer that, that would describe it and take good photos and try to maximize your price. I, I trust him. He's my guy. I mean, That's a big deal too. That's a yeah. Deal. And I don't have to send it in the mail anywhere. Right. I mean, that I always worry if it gets lost in the mail. If it's a $2,000 card, it gets lost in the mail. What happens? 
I hear you. I hear you. I've lost stuff before, but it's a small percentage, but tell that to somebody that lost something. Oh, it's only one out of a thousand gets lost, but it's year one out of a thousand. So not a good thing. I think trust is a big deal. So that's good. But again, it just depends on whether he would be willing to do that or whether that would be something that's part of his business. But to me, that'd be better than doing it yourself. If you're not, if you're not a known, well-established seller on eBay. I'm not. So I would have, I'd have to go through somebody. Yeah. And ComC. ComC has that service. And like I said, it's very competitive. I can't remember the analysis, but there's a certain range of price where they are, again, all things being equal, if they get the same price and they have tons of positive feedback because they're in the business and they've got a million cards on eBay or something. Yeah. And I've seen great things from ComC's feedback. I haven't from all the other consignments. I, I just looking on the internet, it just hasn't always been spectacular feedback. Yeah. I know there's some sort of argument about shaving cards or something I heard. I heard that too. And there's, it's hard to, it's hard to, hard to police that when you're consigning, you're taking cards from other people who are maybe misrepresenting. It might be that they're innocent and ComC has a similar problem, but I remember ComC had a problem when that came up, they, something like that. And there were some accounts that were implicated in some of those activities and they were, I think either asked to leave or or excused from the system. They they need to have the integrity of the system. Absolutely. And if you're buying a card sight unseen, even like in ComC, when it's scanned with a high-res scan, you still got to be able to trust that it hasn't been shaved or trimmed or altered in some respects. So I don't, there's other sports sport lots and things like that. But for, I think for selling eBay, you have to consider. Okay. Because it's so important that even ComC is going through eBay. And, and if you have something that's, we, you were mentioning the tiers. You've got a $2 card or $20 card or $200 card, $2,000 card, $20,000 card. $20,000 card, somebody's going to fly to you and pick the card up if you want to sell it. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm just saying, they're 200000 At some point, the auction houses will would heavily promote something because it, it will draw people to their auction. Oh, but cool. Not so much for 2000 even though that's a very nice card. And, and then you got to, like I say, you got to ship it off. I don't, I, I guess I can disclose this. I'm not, I, I get nervous when I send cards to somebody, whether it's a trade or a sale or a submission, although I, I live pretty close to BGS. So if I'm dropping off cards for grading, I, I don't think I'm, unless I, you know, have a car wreck on the way and everything gets strewn all over the street, I'm probably good there, but it's still a little, you want to take care of your cards. Absolutely. And that's worth, worth protecting. I take care of them until I get until I ship them out somewhere. Then I just put them faith in whoever has it. So, it's well, I mean, have you thought that? Would you? Uh, how do you ship your cards to come see them? Do you put them in? Do you do U.S. Uh, Postal Service or do you FedEx or? or, I, or are you I, not I, get them I box them up and try to take care of them as much as possible. I don't put them in the top loader because I know they don't like that, and right. I just put them in sleeves and I box them up and then pad it up and put it on the Postal Service uh, priority mail. What the other thing I don't like about uh, selling cards? I don't like I don't like shipping. I don't like I don't go to the post office and stuff like that. And so, <laughs> if you're selling a bunch of cards, not on ComC but on your own, and you're going to get a bunch of questions that you'll answer, and then people buy it or the highest bidder or buy it now or whatever, then you got to package it up and then you got to send it and wonder if it got there or fit somebody. It just seems like, again, 99, 999 out of 1,000 are honest and everything is fine, but it just seems like sometimes stuff happens that is suspicious. 
and I don't have enough. I, I teach, I coach. It's, I mean, the cards are a hobby for me. So there's, I don't have enough time to put in all that effort to go to the post office once a week or every other day and ship off three or four cards or even a hundred cards. I don't have time for that. I want to send a hundred cards into Tom C or whoever it is and deal with it there online. I can deal with it quickly. Well, uh, you, you mentioned Com C. Nobody really is directly competing with Com C, and do you think that's because people are reasonably pleased with that service? Because I am. It's, I love it. It's pretty difficult. There's some other people that are doing things, but not as comprehensively. No, not at all. I I love Com C. I've shipped twice there, and I get emails from them, and immediately I can you know, see what it is online. And if I want to buy a card, I can go. One of the coolest things I have is I just have a shipment coming in of cards of players that I've coached. And so I've bought some autograph cards of that and I bought some uh, just the regular cards. And so that it's coming to me and I was able to pay for those cards with cards that I sold. It was great. That is a stupendous way to end this episode. It's been 15 minutes, which is my artificial time limit. But wow, I love that. I love it. You've traded in cards that you, uh, you maybe okay for stuff that is really meaningful to you. And if it's like you said, if it's within, if it's all within the ComC ecosystem, you're getting a discount on what you're buying. Absolutely, on credit that you built up. So, thanks, Joe. Really appreciated uh, your uh, sharing your story, and I'd like to have you on again, and we'll talk about some other stuff. In the meantime, thanks, Joe Palkey, and thanks, listeners. We'll be back again tomorrow with another episode. The man